The following podcast has been brought to you by of all ages, Rambo Mania shall probably brings to you, it is I, one half of the longest reigning tag team champions of the world, the engine Def 6XL, and to my left, or right, depending on which place he puts us. <laughs> I think right this week. From the red corner, <laughs> weighing in at 210 pounds, he stands here at six foot one. He is your Rambo Mania heavyweight champion of the world. Changing no time soon. The totally evil one, TJ the Great. And of course, we are the Banter Club, and we are here to discuss AEW Dynamite on the Hose Network. I've got hoes. You know where they at. You know what we got them hoes doing. They they mobilize. They getting the work done. And <laughs> of course, before we talk about AEW Dynamite, we talk about the news in and out and about oh, the world Jesus. of pro wrestling. Yes. So... It's been it's been an eventful week. It's been an eventful month, and this, of course, is pay per view week. Double or nothing oh, is this coming yeah. Sunday. So there's quite a few things to talk about. So let's get straight to it. Well, before before we even talk about anything to do with damn AEW, let's talk about this wild shit that's going on with GCW and Brett Lauderdale. Oh shit! So the owner of Fist Wrestling, Dirty Ron McDonald. Hey, you. This dude went on Facebook to some Facebook group and just started going off on Brett Lauderdale about how he's fucking the boys over in GCW, giving them like $50, $100 paydays, and how he's taking them away to give all that money to guys like Jeff Jarrett and Kevin Nash. Wow. Um, and, and, it's just like the big thing here is he says that he got over 50 fake COVID test results wow. made for guys during the pandemic when restrictions were heavy and, you know, you had to produce all that shit to run anything. Holy so shit. if that's true, that's a felony. Yeah. <laughs> like. No doubt. <laughs> so. This dude must like really hate Brett Lauderdale's guts to be incriminating himself like this. Cause he posted Facebook conversations between the two mm-hmm. and, and posted the actual fake COVID tests that he, he said he provided. So this is wild. That, um, that shit is extra, bro. Yeah, that's, that's, that's beyond extra. It's crazy. Um, Brett so far has said no comment. I guess he's consulting with his lawyer and shit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's it's an ugly set of accusations to say the least. 
Um, so we'll see how we'll see how GCW deals with this. They had they've had a lot of little little bits and pieces of drama going on around the guys lately, but with this, this is a straight up attack on the owner of the promotion and in essence the promotion itself. So Jesus Christ. Uh yeah, that's wild. Uh now Fightful Select reports that for the MJF Wardlow angle that, you know, the match that they did with W. Morrissey originally, <laughs> yeah. they had considered Killer Cross for that spot ah. in the mercenary role. But they didn't want to bury uh, him. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of that. Uh, apparently what happened was they were talking about it and then I guess he saw that they weren't going to use Scarlet. Mm. And I guess Cross had considered that his intro to he didn't want his intro to the AEW audience to be like his WWE intro where you know he 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 shows up and then he loses to a guy without the girl and everything as opposed to what he did on NXT where he shows up with Scarlet and he dominates and you know and all that stuff yep. which I, I suppose I can understand that line of thinking and especially because I got to remember I never actually watched Cross on the main roster in WWE. Like once he was gone, it, it was sad. Was it. it was it was him. very fucking sad. Yeah, it was but, very but, fucking sad. Yeah, but since I never watched it, I I have no recollection of none of that shit. Like I guess I have the little picture of him in the weird gimp outfit in my head, but I never actually watched any of that shit. So when I think of Cross, I think of Impact NXT. Yeah, MLW. I think of the things he did there, but I suppose people that did watch him in WWE would have that fresh in their minds. Yeah, when so, he was a, a member of Demolition. Yeah, when he was Demolition Cross. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> I guess it makes sense that he would want to start himself off on a big stage like that, looking strong and having the cool presentation that people liked about him. Walking so, disaster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I never thought he needed Scarlet. You you know how I felt about yeah. that shit. I ain't even like it. But yeah, but the thing is that a lot of people did. Yeah, they yeah it, it's been tied to him because you know the NXT run was the biggest level of exposure he's he's had, and that was yeah. with Scarlet and the, the whole gimmick. With so. the entrance that I liked and you hated, <laughs> so that shit is goofy. But people the, my liked beef, it. my beef with it with it was don't do it every week. Don't do it at all. <laughs> I no, because I liked it. I was it like, do that shit for pay-per-views. Do it for all that cool shit. Do it for a special event. Don't do it for day-to-day. That's how I felt about it. Huh? Other than that, I liked the entrance. You hated it. I was just like, I don't see it, bro. I don't, Goofy, I don't know why you so mad. overproduced, overly gimmicked. She was it was fucking whack. awesome. <laughs> it was, was awesome looking. It was cool. I liked it. The 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 positives did not outweigh the negatives for me. But that's for just me, me. For me, it's just it was it it's it's a main show thing, like a big deal thing. It's not something you do every week. And they never even used it on the big show. Yep. So. That's what sucks. <laughs> WWE has moved money in the bank from Allegiant Stadium, where the Raiders play, to mm. the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Which is not a big stadium with 60,000 seats. It is an arena with about 20,000 seats. Uh, well, you know, of course, earlier in the year, they had announced that, you know, they wanted to do more stadium shows and 
you know, they kind of talked about expanding the live business and all that. Looks like they're walking that back now because they didn't sell quite enough tickets to justify <laughs> uh, renting this building. So, yeah, they're moving it. They're moving it. They, they I think at time of press, they sold about 16,000 tickets, which this is great for, you know, the regular size building, like a, a regular size basketball arena or whatever. But for a stadium, nah, that's not going to cut it. Yeah, there's no way. So, I mean, 16,000, if they parlay that to MGM, will be a fine number for money in the bank. Be very good. So... I think people who bought, who had already bought tickets, they can refund them or they'll get first dibs on um, replacing them with the new venue. Uh, it's going to be in Vegas up in, there's going to be a UFC fight that night as well. So that probably did impact this some because, you know, there's probably people have, if people are going to choose, more people are likely to choose going to a UFC event than a WWE event, especially one that, Apparently might not even have Roman Reigns on it. So, and now for the rating to AEW Dynamite, nine hundred and twenty nine thousand, a three five in the key demo, the the best number for the show on both ends since April twentieth. Uh, going up against a big game five in the Eastern Conference Finals, which again doing Raw two thousand numbers over there. I don't want to talk about that game, uh, but. Yeah, the, the the number held steady, went up a little bit, which is uh, a good call. Tony Khan talked about on the Double or Nothing media call that um, they're they're gonna do Warner the the, the new people for Warner Media. There's gonna be like a little mixer this weekend for them and the AEW people to get acquainted, which is a good look for them. It's good that AEW is gonna get the you know get in I'm get in afraid, the door nigga, and that's what have I have discussions. <laughs> I'm shook. I mean, it, it's, you know, you you don't know what's going to happen. So I, it's fair to be shook. But Tony Khan saying we're going to get in meetings with these people and we're going to have a mixer and a little event. Uh, but, yeah, uh, to parlay the whole thing with the playoffs, double and nothing uh, is going to be up against game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, which definitely will be happening. Um but he has said that, you know, since the game is going to be going up against the pay-per-view, he has said that he's going to try to hold off on the main event until the game is over. So, given around 11 o'clock, well, I, theoretically 10.30-ish, that would be 10.30-ish, maybe 11, 11, around that range. That would, I guess, be around when the main event starts to get going. And... I think the game will probably be at the very least in its late stages by then. So I don't think it'd be too much of a crazy wait. Uh, and stuff like that has happened before. Like whenever like WWE has had to go up against like a big fight or a big basketball game, they have tried to reposition shit. Like most famously in most recent times, WWE did, um, what were they going up against in 2016? I think it was one of the debates, the presidential debates and they ended up going with um, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, and AJ Styles in the opener as opposed to the last match. So they wouldn't have to have their main event go up against the debate. So this shit happens. It's just yeah. maneuver. And with that being said, Tevin, yes, sir. are you ready? I am ready. No, 
I said, uh, are uh, you uh, ready? I am ready. Now you're ready. Then, for the thousands in attendance. It's just, you know what I'm saying. And the millions watching at home. Yeah. And, 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 and for Jim Ross being on fire. You're damn right I was. Who? <laughs> oh, let's get ready to banter. AEW Dynamite from Las Vegas, Nevada. We open this show up. The steel cage has surrounded the ring. The lights are going off. Justin Roberts is in the center. We are opening up with Wardlow's final step before he gets his hands on that goddamn Jeff. He has to take on Sean Spears in a steel cage. Special guest referee, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yo, so MJF comes out here in his best Shawn Michaels referee Cosplay. Yep. Shorty short shorts. Amazing. But there was a nice little touch to his gear. The referee stripes, they weren't just black stripes. They were Furberry. Furberry <laughs> stripes. Definitely can't be regulation. That's not, that's not legal. But you that know how just fucking hilarious. With the damn Furberry. I'm surprised he didn't do. Uh, Furberry shorty short shorts, but <laughs> <laughs> damn right, <laughs> he definitely was rocking them shorty short shorts. Um, Sean Spears, by the way, is now the giant killer because he beat Big Damo. <laughs> oh, <Rampage>. god! <laughs> so, shout out to the chairman, give mm-hmm. the chairman the goddamn TNT title, give somebody else the TNT title. The Shit. coolest it's fucking fun. entrance in the game, <laughs> yeah, and I got on his little Punisher mask and shit. <laughs> Like, let's and, fucking and go. I, I was I was waiting for Jim Ross to be like, I mean, who the hell? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Sean Spears. <laughs> New entrance what? for Sean Spears. <laughs> Sean Spears' entrance is amazing, but fucking. Tony Skiavon was actually great during his entrance. Yeah. Because he was talking about like, yo, people forget, but this dude is a great wrestler. He's just aligned himself with this fucking jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Tony actually fucking watches him sometimes and calls other matches and shit <laughs> on elevation and shit. So he knows. He knows what's going on. Chairman. Yeah. Because, you know, they've made, I'm sorry, but they've made Sean Spears out to look like a fucking dumbass. I mean, he's, he's playing his role and he's fucking, he's great at this role. He's, he's fucking MJF second. He, he takes the, the heat and looks like a dumbass so that MJF doesn't necessarily have to most of the time. So that works. And that, now that was a, definitely his role in this match. But now with a Punisher mask. Yeah, now <laughs> with a Punisher mask. This is the chairman. Fuck it. Um, Did you peep the chairs? Yes. They were beating the fuck up. We're going to talk about these damn chairs in a moment. But uh, Wardlow comes down. He gets in the ring. And MJF is like, all right, let me check you. He checks him. And then he's like, all right, you're good. Let me uncuff you. And he's looking in his pocket, left pocket, right pocket, top pocket. I can't find these keys. So then Spears jumps him. It's a damn setup. It's like the commentators say. It's just like at the pay-per-view where where Wardlow was like, I can't find the ring. Uh-uh. So MJF is getting him back for that. And it's essentially a two-on-one here. 
Uh, they're both MJF is taking his opportunity to stomp out Wardlow and then they throw him into the cage. Um, every time Wardlow tries to make a comeback, MJF approaches him because Wardlow can't hit MJF or he loses the match. Um, so I realized Wardlow was going to do this about 10 seconds before it happened. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be the fucking greatest thing. Yep. And MJF is fucking needling Wardlow and Wardlow just pull raises his hands. Incredible Hulk. Snaps the cuffs. He straight up goes incredible Hulk on them shits. Yes. God damn, son. Shit. That shit, I popped, bro. I was like, yo. <laughs> I knew there would be a, a moment like that where Wardlow is just, because every, every bit of this angle is Wardlow just showing, man, this is only happening because I allow it, because I need to get my hands on you. These cuffs, these security guards, all this bullshit you put me through, I'm allowing it. He sets him up for the power bomb, but MJF low blows him. Spears hits the C4. MJF fast counts, but then Wardlow kicks out of the fast count. Even the most evil man in AEW, MJF, must break his count if a guy kicks out. <laughs> yep. Um, Spears, he leaves the cage to get a chair, and, you know, he steps out, and, you know, the commentators, of course, are like, yeah, he can leave the cage because escape doesn't mean you fucking win because that's the coward's way out. That's bullshit. <laughs> yep. So Spears goes out to grab the chairs. He brings them in. Uh, so MJF sets up Wardlow, but Wardlow ducks and Spears full on blasts MJF in the head with the yep. chair. I hope that shit was gimmick because it was right <laughs> to the dome. That shit sounded like <sighs> you ever heard like somebody drop some scaffolding? Yeah, in a nearby construction site. That's what the fuck that shit sounded like. <laughs> Just blah! I was like, oh, this shit. This was rough. <laughs> yeah. So, again, I hope that shit was gimmick. But now poor Sean Spears is fucked. Wardlow mm-hmm. power bombs this man to oblivion. Uh, Bryce Remsburg runs into the cage. Counts the pinfall. Wardlow wins. And then MJF is still dead. So Wardlow's like, oh, nah, fuck this. You're getting power bombed. So he goes to power bomber, but the security runs in for the save. Uh, then Wardlow just takes out all the security once again, Every just killing guy bro. after guy after guy. Mm-hmm. And then he grabs the, the poor last guy and fucking power bombs this dude into the next dimension. He was dead. Into, into the blip. <laughs> into the fucking the blip, the void. That was it. The he was void. gone. <laughs> Team Rocket's blasting off again. <laughs> Fucking this nah. was great. You know what that, that gave me vibes of? What? Remember uh, Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez, I believe? Oh, yeah, on NXT. <laughs> she sent her to the void. That's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Fucking sent to the void. OD. <laughs> Fucking Smash Bros style. Mm-hmm. That shit was hilarious. Uh, yeah, this was great. Um, Then after this, uh, commentators are talking about uh, the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, the school shooting. Oh, yeah, that shit is horrible. Yeah, you know. Uh, my echo is, would be behind what Steve Kerr said, which was after the game, he was just furiously banging on the table asking, when are we going to do something? Mm-hmm. When are mm-hmm. we going to do something? And a lot of people have been talking about all these people who, who are over here talking about pro-life and pro-life this and pro-life that. Want to talk about pro-life? You want to know what's really pro-life? 
getting rid of these guns. Yeah. There's no reason fucking because uh, uh, the, the, the fucking guy who did it was a child himself. There's no reason a child should mm-hmm. be able to get an assault rifle and take it to a school and be able to kill a bunch of other children. That's just crazy. But now let's 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 lighten the mood with some sports entertainment. Oh god, got the jazz. goddamn jazz. Uh, they're they're walking in the back. They want to show you how violent sports entertainment can really be. They find this guy in the back. I guess he's a stagehand or whatever. He's got on a mock shirt. Mm-hmm. Angelo Parker fucking pulls out his comb like it's a knife. He's like, you like this? So I just comb his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then Daddy Magic is like, you know what happens when you're a Moxley fan? And then Jericho fucking runs over and fireballs him. And the guy Why? goes down. And he's like, Why? you get fireballed when you're a Moxley fan because I'm a wizard. It's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so at this point, we need to hit a fireball and we need to figure out how they can sponsor him. Because you know what I'm saying, they, they got it. We got to get Pitbull on. I'm um, in on it. We got to get the whole vibe. You know what I'm saying? He can do it himself. He's a fucking wizard. <laughs> this wizard <laughs> bullshit. Do a fucking <laughs> spell. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> By the way, did do you like his new theme song? Uh, not his new theme song. His new uh, song that came out. Who? I think it's uh, uh I still burn. Fucking love that song. What song is this? Pitbull? No, fucking Fozzy. Oh no, <laughs> never heard that. No, you gotta go, man. That song I feel like fits better as a theme song at the moment. Now we got Tony Schiavone in the ring to talk with CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page ahead of their championship match at Double or Nothing. Tony goes over the recent weeks and goes to Punk. Says, you know, he's prepared for the biggest match of his career coming up this Sunday. Uh, and CM Punk is like, you know, the biggest moment of my career happened right here in Vegas. Of course, he's talking about the pipe bomb. Says, you know, I love the fans. You know, while I'm walking in as the challenger on Sunday, I'm looking forward to walking out respectfully as the champion and the undertaker. Hangman says. <laughs> he was speeding. That motherfucker was speeding if that was he a was trying to get goddamn. Fuck CM Punk. <laughs> that motherfucker said, Mew. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Hangman says, you know, there's nothing you can do to take away this AEW championship from me. I said, you know, that I was going to destroy you. That I was going to embarrass you. But I didn't mean I was going to do that double or nothing. I meant I was going to do that right here tonight. He says he's dreamed of this moment for, for months, but now that we're here, I realized I just can't do it. I can't say what I really want to say about you. Not because I'm afraid, but because the more I think about it, the more I don't want to say it because I don't want to be just like you. It's what you would do. It's what you would want. He says you talk about workers' rights, but you've shown the exact opposite since you've been here in AEW. I will not just be defending this title against you this Sunday, Punk. I will be defending all elite wrestling from you. And Punk, again, is just like, bro, I don't know why you're so mad. Like, Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but Stan, why are you so mad? Try to understand that I do want you as a fan. <laughs> he says, I respect you, Hangman, but you got to understand the roads, the roads that you've walked, the roads that you built and getting here to AEW. They were paved by me. Ooh. Says, I gave you the blueprint. Blueprint. Ooh. 
He says, you will shake my hand, Hangman Sunday. I know you said you wouldn't, but you will shake my hand this Sunday after I beat you. And in fact, I'm going to mm-hmm. give you another chance to shake my hand right now. He puts out his hand and Hangman is he's like, get the fuck out of my face. And Punk is like, no, you're going to shake my hand. I don't know. I don't know what this misguided anger is, but you're going <laughs> to shake my hand right now. And Punk shoves him and then Hangman just drops him with the right hand. Stop being a moody teenager, Hangman Page. He's <laughs> being moody, man. He's upset. <laughs> He's saying shit. Um, but the content of the promo is, is interesting because it's yeah, it's a lot along the lines of what Eddie Kingston and to a different, uh, lesser extent, MJF have said about CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You present this image of yourself as you know this savior. And this every man that loves all the fans, but I know the real you, CM Punk. I know who you really are. So it, it's going back to that. You know, it's it's this has been said multiple times against Punk. And if you think about it, it's when it comes down to CM Punk, what usually turns CM Punk into that CM Punk that all these people are talking about <coughs> is when he's the world champion. Mm. He won the Ring of Honor World Championship, fucking turned heel, signed the WWE contract on the title, won the title in WWE, turned heel midway through the reign. It's it's Punk seeks that power because he wants to be the voice of the voices, but when he gets that power, he turns on everyone. That's what these guys are saying about him. Mm. So can can is that the truth? I guess we'll have to see. Another thing we'll have to see is. Judging on his T-shirt this week, I'm over here thinking, like, are you bringing old man Logan? <sighs> to to You remember when he, he used to shave, shave his facial hair into old man Logan? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's going to bring that look to Double or Nothing. It, it's definitely a possibility, Punk. He puts that type of thought into these matches, and this is this is the big one. This is the world title, so I know there's going to be an extra level of thought put into this one as well. Yeah, he had a Misfits-inspired uh, Wolverine T-shirt that said Mutants, and it was pretty cool looking. And I was over here like, being that CM Punk is one of those guys who does little things like that, I wonder if he's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I like these little touches he be doing. I like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the the way this feud has progressed has been interesting to me. And this match Sunday, it's it, it's interesting because now I'm unsure. I I am genuinely, honestly unsure about which way it goes. Because there's there's reasonable uh, expectations and thought behind both guys winning, but I guess we'll see. And I was Anna J and Jay Cargill for the TBS title at Double or Nothing, which last time they wrestled, it was a great match. Yep. So I'm cool with that. I just, it would have been nice to give that some build. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they, they could have put Anna J on Rampage a few times. They used to be the Anna J show, Rampage. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's happening. Yeah, you know uh, what it is, that whole situation with Ty. and <laughs> They had to switch it up. They're like, fuck. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, man. Nah. But she, she, she doesn't she cut a promo about it? Yeah, yeah. She cut a, a quick promo about it, which they could have gave her more. I wish that we, we could have had that promo sooner. Then, you know, that the jazz comes out, and, but they stop the Judas. They're like, <laughs> Vegas, you don't deserve to sing Judas. Get out of here. And then they go to commentary uh, where Regal is also there. 
So Regal and Jericho on commentary for the next match, which is Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Oh, oh my God, is that private party? party? <laughs> and Mox Shots. and Eddie are like, Yes, it is Shots. private party, and they gotta fucking die. <laughs> Damn, I wanted to drink shots. <laughs> no shots. <laughs> Motherfuckers, damn. I d- shots. Yeah. Shots. <laughs> no mocks clean now. We ain't doing that. <laughs> Yo, by the way, ass. since they keep cutting off the song, I'm over here like, bruh, I still burn this time. Put the song. I like that song. <laughs> Tevin's over here like, God damn it, I got to hear the song. Six, you putting it over. <laughs> shots. 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 Not that oh, one, shit, the other but- one. <laughs> oh, all the other gimmick, the no. Jericho one. The I still burn. If you Man, listen to no. the lyrics, it fits so well, bro. I'm telling you, listen to the fucking song. Well, they gotta, they gotta see if you want to add it to the the leader of sports entertainment. So yeah, uh, Eddie is killing Mark Quinn in the ring, and Jericho is like, I like Eddie's shirt because Terry Funk threw fireballs like me, a wizard. This motherfucker. <laughs> fucking Jr. goes. What compels you to do that? Yes, Jim. I agree. I agree. What compels you to do this shit? Fucking, fucking do, doesn't doesn't William Regal <laughs> tell him like you you you're off your fucking rocker? Yeah, Regal is <laughs> like you you've lost the plot, Jericho. Like, what's wrong with you? you you've <laughs> like, always what? been crazy, but now you're just out of your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, like the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> fucking yeah. Regal's the best. <laughs> and facts. Oh, speaking of Regal, the entire time. Hello, Jim. Man in the mask. <laughs> yes, man in the mask. Jericho's like, ah, now you got some real commentators at this table. And Regal's like, I think you do a great job, man in the mask. You do really excellent. You show love. <laughs> he loves man in the mask. <laughs> he loves he loves him some man in the mask. So fucking we, we come out of the pit. Private party comes back with a set of dives. Jericho's like, why aren't they getting disqualified by this idiot Rick Knox? JR goes, you answered your own question. <laughs> fucking <laughs> JR fucking <laughs> burying the refs. <laughs> you guys are idiots. He is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Thank shit. You. Thank you for acknowledging that these refs have been fucking ass, bro. These motherfuckers have been <laughs> NBA refs lately. No fuck, yeah, man. man. I still remember that goddamn match with fucking uh, what was it? Uh, uh Jungle Boy. Uh, what? Oh yeah, it was Jungle Boy and Starks. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> Let me leave the ring to argue with Swerve. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Um. But yeah, shoot a star for Mark Wing gets too. Silly String gets stuffed. Eddie comes in with the Hurricane and Private Party has been killed, defeated. Eddie and Mox win. Uh, post-match, the Jazz immediately goes to attack, but Santana, Ortiz, and Brian Danielson run down for the save. They was waiting. And everybody's brawling, and that, that's where our hype ends for, for anarchy in the arena. Mm-hmm. This coming Sunday. This was crazy. I, I enjoyed that whole little ending segment. Uh, Brian Danielson was looking hella pissed. Hella pissed. He's still selling the fucking leg from, mm-hmm. from Rampage. He's he's going to kill these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Danielson. I'm, wait, I'm waiting, bro. These <laughs> I know he's going to stomp the shit out of everybody and they mama. Fucking oh, God. Fuck your wizard bullshit. I'm, I'm so ready. Because so notice everyone else has gotten like a chance to shine in all these brawls. Now Brian, he's gonna go ape. Cause you you know when he shines, when the lights are the brightest, and when the goddamn bell has rung. 
we get a video package for the semifinals matchups for the Owen, uh, you know, Samoa Joe, Kyle O'Reilly, Tony Storm, and Britt Baker. So, you know, winners advance, of course, to this Sunday in the final. And now we got the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships on the line. Rapungi Vice yes. versus FTR. Did this not feel like a video game? <laughs> this felt like good shit. And joining commentary, Caprice mm. Coleman from Ring of Honor, which I love that. A great look. I love Caprice Coleman. He he and Ian Riccoboni really do great sports-style storytelling in their commentary. So mm. I can't wait for those dudes to be working consistently again. Like Tony Khan said, he's still, you know, trying to talk with the Warner people to try to work out some some deals to get Ring of Honor going again. Because I've seen a lot of people like, when are we going to separate the Ring of Honor titles? They don't have TV yet. So yeah. <laughs> when they get TV. Yeah. And that, that's that's why I think it is important that because, I, again, I, I, I will keep saying it. I am vehemently against this idea of have Ring of Honor replace Rampage or Dark or whatever. No, you got to put Ring of Honor in its own time space and let it establish its own identity can just plug it into insert AEW time slot here AEW and the ring of honor are two different entities so doing it that way is a wwe branding type of thing and that's not yeah. what, what tony Khan is trying to do he's trying to let ring of honor be its own entity so yeah it's gonna take time uh yeah rocky and cash are starting this match and then trent and dax come in and start fucking chopping each other Mm-hmm. Uh, big half and half from Trent on Cash and Rapungi get the heat into the pip. Uh, it's it, it's weird to see Rapungi Vice technically working heel, uh, yeah. but we come out. Cash makes the hot tag to Dax, who runs wild, but Trent tries to cut him off for some Germans. But Dax switches it up, hits his own Germans, hits a third German suplex and bridges up. But Rocky double stomps him, and they've been working his ribs. So. Uh, Trent goes for strong zero, but Dax rolls him up. They trade back and forth. And then Trent gets him up for strong zero, lands it, and gets one, two. Cash breaks it up. But then the whole fucking match is broken up by Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb of the United My Empire. My fucking guys, bro. What the hell? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's my fucking guys, bro. Jeff Cobb. So the match is thrown out. Uh, these dudes destroy both FTR and Rapungi Vice and they hold up the Ring of Honor tag titles like, this is why we here, this is what we want. Uh, shout out to Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Cobb is a beast. Yeah, uh, I can't yeah, wait yeah. to see every time that I hear him and Bronson Reed are doing anything, I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, mega talent. Great Ocon is a fucking super fun character, and he's he's become quite a good worker too. Like I I, I really like Great Ocon actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this not my favorite kind of finish. You know, doing a DQ after what I honestly thought was a pretty good match. So yeah, definitely yeah. not my favorite type of finish. But uh, I can't hate it too much because fucking yeah. Great Ocon and, and Jeff Cobb are here. And they're so, coming you know, for them we, we, belts. They're coming for yeah, them straps. Forbidden door hype going on here. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hardys cut a fucking great promo on the Young Bucks. Oh, that shit was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy has just had all types of smoke and energy these last two weeks. He sounded super fed up with life. <laughs> he was fired the fuck up with Matt Hardy <laughs> yep. here, man. I love that shit. <laughs> 
fucking he said yeah again once again we are true we are the true articles and you guys you're just hardy cosplayers and we're gonna show you that we are the greatest tag team of all time we're gonna take you down and we're gonna take the aw tag team championships and complete our legacy of gold so you know the hardys they're they're making themselves they're making the statements clear mm-hmm. um again i'll like putting these two together just gives them a different energy like just based off that and their generational influence, they really might be the GOATs. Matt and Jeff really might be the GOAT tag team. I mean, so. the way they, they presented themselves in this whole situation is like, we're the the OGs, and we grew up in a different time, and we had to come up when guys like us were, <laughs> were just completely frowned upon. And, like, it... it they're absolutely right. Like you, they paved the way for guys like you to be able to do what you do now. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Great promo. Great promo. And now, Jeff Hardy was pissed too. I like that shit too. I like when Jeff is yeah. pissed. <laughs> that Christian AFBS. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny when he goes, I'm like, it's a goat. Get yeah. It. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's goat talk. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up, Jeff. <laughs> the delete. <laughs> yes, you may be the elite, but we are the delete. So, yeah, they're ready. Um, again, I'll, I'll say it again. I think don't sleep on Hardys and Bucks. I think these guys are going to go for it. Um, Did you hear now. Jim afterwards? Oh, yeah. He was like, that, that's the dream I, I want to see that fight now. And then, yeah, I want to see it. That, that was... That was a hell of a promo. Shit. Even Skiavon was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. Absolute Ricky Starks versus Swerve Strickland versus Jungle Boy. Now, this was a goddamn three-way match right here. Absolute. Swerve and Jungle Boy look at him, and he's like, why are you looking at me? And then <laughs> he's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, and and then Jungle Boy and uh, Swerve try to wrestle, but Starks comes right back in, and we get into some sick three-way shit. Yep. Starks gets sent to the post, but he dodges through the ropes, and then he ducks Swerve's tope and takes control into the commercial break. These three were clicking, all just doing shit. Um, we come back. Jungle Boy leaps the top rope. Rana Swerve to the floor, and then uh, Starks. Uh, he comes in, but Swerve comes back, takes him down with an Olympic slam. That gets a near fall. They go up top. Starks gets sent crashing to the floor. Jungle Boy goes for a poison Rana, but Swerve lands on his feet. And it's the fucking, uh, you know, Bushi Osprey spot. And yeah. we're fucking, he's looking at him like, what the fuck? Jungle Boy literally says, what the fuck? fuck yeah. Swerve is like, yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> he literally just stood up, turned around and said, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. So, fucking Swerve goes for the suplex, but Ricky Starks pops in and spears him out of his damn boots. That spear looked crazy. Uh, Then he goes for Rochambeau, but Swerve breaks free. Mm -hmm. Starks thumbs the eye, and then he hits Rochambeau, but Jungle Boy comes in, locks in the snare trap. Starks makes the ropes, but Jungle Boy pulls him right back to the center of the ring, but Swerve (laughs) hits the run and drop kick, and then the Swerve stomp. And gets the one, two, and three. Whose house? Tonight, it was, in fact, Swerve's house. That shit was thievery. 
<laughs> Jungle Great Boy, match, though. I love this. Match. Jungle Boy had it. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> this was this was fucking stealing a match, not the fucking ref situation two weeks ago. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh um, god! Great match though. This was super fun. Um, then post match, Hobbs runs in, takes down Swerve and Jungle Boy, but then Luchasaurus is like, "You bet not." So it's him and Hobbs facing off, but then they were like, Keith "You want to talk about big boys?" <laughs> yes, and now it's a big boy fight. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee clears the ring and then gets a damn tornado over the top to the floor. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. That shit was. And he just crazy. stands up like, that's right. <laughs> Keith Lee. Yep. And he just, he murder, he pinballs through these motherfuckers, gets up and goes, sup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Keith Lee is great, man. He's great. Stu rules. Uh, that match is going to be fun on Sunday. Yeah. Triple Death for the tag titles. Uh, now uh, we got Men of the Year kind of promo about the TNT title. Skip. Here's one thing that I liked about the promo. <laughs> okay. This is time completely skipped it. A new TNT title was ordered. Now, I mm-hmm. hope it's an actual new belt and not fucking just a rebuild of the old one. Because I was like, if they're de- if they're giving it this much hype, it better be fucking gorgeous. I hope a new person wins it. Ooh. Immediately. <laughs> as soon as he gets it. Someone just runs out. And, I just and want them Dan Lambert off them. my TV. <laughs> no, now, now I'm done with all of them. I'm done with all of them. You're now. done with like, Scorpio? I, I want them... I want them all out. Like, I, love I want Scorp- them all. In, I love Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. And I even like Dan Lambert when he's not doing the bullshit. But I just, I, I'm done with them now. Like, they, <laughs> they fucked it. They fucked it. Damn, Turning man. them back heel, fucked the whole thing. I don't want to see them anymore. I'm done with them. <sighs> like, until, until this shit is over between all of these people, them and Sammy and Ty, then I don't care, man. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with that shit. Well, I, so every time that shit comes up, it, it's getting skipped. Well, I'm not into the the angle, but I am definitely into fucking title belts. So <laughs> I want to see. Uh, yeah, new title belt will be fine, but it's still part of this angle. So <laughs> no, no. I, I need a new motherfucker to just run in and kill everybody involved in this shit and take the belt and, and get it out, get it, get it away from this vortex of trash. So. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is no good, man. This shit is no good. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie and, and sit here, but I, I, I don't, I'm not into the angle. They're doing too much crazy shit. It's just like do something simple. It's like a, have it's it like be we a talked about angle. What the fuck is going on here? It's like we talked about after the ladder match. It was like, all right, I didn't want all of this, but. We got to where we got, and it worked out. Yep. Scorpio was rocking as a baby face. Sammy was rocking yep. as a heel. That should have been it. But and now they've yeah, but I mean, it are right they, back. Are they heels? Because Frankie Gazarian is now. I don't know. Exactly, like they flipped it. Man of the Year <laughs> heels again, and fucking Sammy and Ty are. They're trying to book them as who the fuck knows? Because now Frankie's involved with it, and I thought they they I were don't still care. heel. I thought that was a heel faction. <laughs> get it together get it together AW get it together and that's why I'm off it I don't, I don't oh, care about God. this feud no more this shit is Dang. this shit is 
Congratulations, AEW. You have officially made a fucking skip-worthy feud. Tony is with Thunder Rosa, our women's champion. Speaking she, about she fiery babyface promos. This was some shit. Her face mm-hmm. ain't even painted. She nope. got on a big hat. JR's like, nice hat. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Southern boy, man. Of course he's going to like the hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says, I no longer idolize you, Serena D, but I just see you as a petty complainer. Mm. And, you know, instead of blaming others for your problems and your cosmetic changes, perhaps you should look in the mirror. Ooh. She says, this <laughs> is the real me. And this Sunday, Serena, you will see me put on that face paint and I will defeat you for disrespecting Dustin Rhodes, for disrespecting Tony Schiavone, for disrespecting these people, and for disrespecting me. Doesn't she call it the war paint? That's the war paint. Gangster shit. So so Thunder Rosa uh, dismissing Serena talking about her boob job was a weird call. But this was fiery, (laughs) which is what Thunder Rosa is best at. So it worked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She's, listen. Thunder Rosa to me is like so far like my favorite female other than Britt Baker. And I wish we had more characters like this. We got Tony with Red Velvet who is upset about not advancing in the tournament. She lost to Chris Statlander. She says it's supposed to be me in that next round facing Ruby Soho. And then Ruby walks up like, you talking shit? And Red's like, nah, nah, I wasn't talking shit. Uh, but here's the notes on Chris Statlander. Uh, so you should take these and you know use that. And Ruby's like, yeah, I don't need this shit. And she throws it away. But she's like, you know, I know Chris Thalander has changed. I barely beat her before the last time I faced her. And I know she's a different Chris Thalander since then. So I don't need those notes, but I'm going to keep some of that in mind. I'll be ready for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, they Everybody keeps saying Chris Thalander has changed, which, yes, I, I have seen. I have been told. Stop saying that, though. Like, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> we fucking get it. We're not dumb. We're watching the product. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> In fairness, <laughs> last week, fucking, she was like, yeah, I ain't an alien no more. Jay was like, you fucking alien. <laughs> Jay, Jay didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jay just like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but that's what makes Jade cool. Like, she doesn't give a fuck. She don't care She's going to whoop doing. some ass. The first shit she heard about you is you forever. (laughs) You fucking alien. (laughs) Fucking CM Punk and Malachi Black are baddies, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They they, they were chilling in the baddie section. (laughs) Sonny Kiss said he wants to be in the baddie section. He's a baddie, too. He's a baddie, too. Sonny Sonny Kiss in the baddie section is gang. I'm with that. Do that. Did you see all the pictures with him? Yeah. But he should like, actually shit, be man. in the baddie section. Yeah, he you know, should it, be, bro. Yeah, He's gay. Like in the group, in the group. Yeah, so, yeah, put him in there, man. Hell yeah. I'm with that shit. I got a friend by by the name of Gisela Zor that they could put in the baddie section. Because she's a fucking badass, bro. Yeah, man. Let's, let's, but you let's know, get it going. When, when, she, when, she, when she gets to that point, she can be there too. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Sunny, Sunny there already. You got to get Sunny Kiss in there. We got the Owen Hart Tournament semifinal. Dr. Britt Baker. D-M-D Dumbed. versus Tony Storm. Yeah. So they're brawling outside. Britt takes control into the picture-in-picture. Mm-hmm. Picture. Um, we come out of it. Britt hits the air raid crash for a near fall. And then mm-hmm. Jamie Hayter comes down to the ring. And, you know, the commentators are like, what's she doing out here? What's going As on? As per usual, that's the gimmick. You know you know how Jamie Hayter do. Yep. Uh, so Tony rolls her up for a near fall. She comes back. It's a German suplex. Then a tornado DDT on the floor. Fire. Uh, then uh, Jamie Hader hops up on the apron. Tony takes her out. She goes for Storm Zero, but Britt rolls her up and then grabs the ropes for the win. I think 
Jamie was supposed to push the rope toward her, but yeah. Britt grabbed the rope before she could do so. Like, and, fuck and, it, yo. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to win I, this I, shit. I, I got to do it. I got to do it. Yeah, I'm so, going to win. Fuck that. Yeah, but but I guess the idea was Jamie helped Britt again. Yeah. Um, Man, I love Britt Baker, but fatigue is setting in, bro. Like, for one, like, it's like I talked about last week, how I feel like they're... It, as opposed to, you know, the pandemic and last year and all that, there are a lot more TV-ready women's wrestlers in AEW now. That means the level of, the general level of in-ring has gone up among the women. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels like Britt has not gone up with it. Like, okay. she's not, she's still good. She's not bad. But, like, the the pacing, especially... Tony Storm, like look at Tony Storm's match versus Jamie Hader and how that was, how well that was paced yeah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. this match. This one was a little fast, you're right, but I mean, it, I mean for what it was, I felt like it was a decent match. There was a lot of cool moves here. I feel like you know, I, I like the brawling around the ring too as well. Like, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't beef with this the way you beef with it. I, I, I found it wasn't, it, right. it wasn't bad, but like yeah. it, it was, it was. Again, like the pacing wasn't there in capacity. Like I, it's like I said last week. Like yeah. watching Tony and Jamie go like that was so refreshing. And this week, it it, it felt like a step back for Tony, which okay. especially which is especially bad because she lost, and I feel like she shouldn't have lost. But mm. I guess I see. I guess I see because the other semifinal match is fucking Chris Statlander and Ruby Soho. Soho, yeah. And I think Ruby Soho is going to win to set up the rematch from Arthur Ashe, Britt Baker, and Ruby Soho. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was okay with all of this. And then I think Ruby Soho, because a lot of people are like, Adam Cole and Britt Baker are going to fucking both win. But I actually think Ruby Soho is going to win. And get her win back over Britt because Ruby has yep. now come up and she's she's done the AEW grind. So I think they're going to give her her big win now because she hasn't yeah. gotten it yet. So I think this is where she gets it. Yeah, um, that, that's that's what I've been picturing. I've been picturing for her to win. And the reason why I've been picturing for her to, for her to win is because of the fact that, like, they, they – I mean, like I said earlier, like, they're missing story with her. They, she's pretty great. And, you know, you got to get her to that point already. And I think it's time. And and if she loses, then I'm gonna be upset in a way where it's like y'all really ain't putting the effort in. You feel me? Because y'all not really yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. I keep going for safe money instead of you know what I'm saying. And anybody who knows, man, you know what I'm saying. Like, 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 like my boy uh, Meek Mill said, "Scared money don't make no money." Yeah, I like Britt Baker. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I like Britt Baker a lot, but. I think we should fall back with with how hard we push her. Like I get, I get she's money, so obviously you you push her because she's money. But I think you can you can you know balance it in a better way. It looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. Oh, and our turn in the semifinal. I was gonna say even though they 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 uh, announced this as a double main event, both the Owen matches are, are the main event. Yeah, yeah, because Owen semifinal on the women's side before that, and then this is now on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe. This match is very much 
my shit. <laughs> this shit some was good, spicy. Some good old wrestling. <laughs> it was me versus you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. My guy versus your guy. It was great. <laughs> Fucking these two are wrestling early. Kyle goes for a single leg, but Joe chops him out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kyle's going at his shoulder and knee, hits a big knee drop on the shoulder, then chains into an arm bar into the picture in picture. Uh, we come back. Joe's making a comeback. Hits the big senton for two. And then Joe palm strikes Kyle O'Reilly to the corner. Goes for yes. a muscle buster. But Kyle comes back, wrestles him down into the Fujiwara armbar. Uh, Joe's able to make the ropes. Uh, but then Kyle strikes. Joe bats him down when he goes for another single leg yep. with this big <laughs> knee. Fucking Kyle just died on it. Should look mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, then they double down. Uh, Kyle rushes, try to, tries to O'Connor roll him, but Joe rolls him into the rear naked choke. And Kyle, you can see in his eyes, like, no, same way Ray Phoenix got caught last yep, week. Yep, yep, yep. He was like, no, was no, no, week, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, yep. <laughs> but then he eventually just went to sleep. <laughs> and he the ref night. called it. And Samoa Joe is your victor in what was a damn good match. There was a spot there that they fucked up, though, and I wanted to see it, and it pissed me off. <laughs> what? There was a part there where uh, where Samojo, you see, when, when they when they broke up that that uh, that muscle buster, the Kanikuman buster? Yes. He was going to go for a fucking octopus stretch, and I was like, that's a fucking great, like, reversal. Oh, yeah, found. yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> These I two were so wrestling, bad, wrestling. When he got him in there, I was like, yes. And then they dropped it. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were wrestling in there. Fucking octopus stretch and the fucking, oh, that would have been great. Damn. Oh, well. Shit happens. They, they'll yeah. face off again. I feel like that. this was a great yeah, match. I think man. Scott said this is only the second time these two have ever wrestled each other. This shit was you know dope, what was man. weird, though, on commentary when they were talking about the cupping? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Kyle showed it. It was like, yeah, that's the, the cupping technique. Yeah, the fucking, uh, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Jim Ross brought it up. Well, you know, he, he's, he's, he's got some marks on there, but that's from physical therapy. And then, yeah. uh, Tony Skivon tries to like <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. So it's a technique and, 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 you know, it, it helps the, uh, <laughs> He yeah, didn't know how to really explain it. So fucking uh, uh, Excalibur gets on, and then Excalibur explains it correctly. And yeah. he's talking about, no, no, it's, it's it's called the cuffing technique. It actually helps range of motion, and yada, yada. I'm like, <laughs> I started crying, bro. I yeah. was like, yo, Skiba, no. <laughs> well, shit, uh, JR, God. he's the one that brought it up. He's damn yep. cuffing technique. <laughs> <laughs> he got all this purple shit on his back. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going on here, man? <laughs> Tony's like, oh, uh. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, so uh, after this, Adam Cole comes out to enact the cutscene, mm-hmm. and him and Joe stare each other down as we go off air. Less chaotic than last week. Yeah, uh, sets up for the pay per view well enough. Uh, well, good show. night, people. I like the way they they ended it. It was like it, it's almost like a, a Dragon Ball Z episode where like this man and this man they're gonna face off. Good night, everybody. I was like, no. I like how they're doing the hype endings. Another thing too that I that I found kind of weird, uh, they were talking about Samoa Joe's arm because of the situation that happened with uh, Satnam Singh. Yeah, they and, were giving him yeah. an out, like you know, he, they attacked him with the pipe and everything. Yeah, they were like, "Well, if that arm goes wrong and yada yada," 
But it was mad funny because, like, Jim Ross. <laughs> Jim Ross like, well, he's got another arm. He's got two legs. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of ways to, to beat he's you gonna up. He's going to whoop some ass here. Don't even worry about that arm, man. Yeah, this is yeah. Samoa Joe. And to see Jim Ross have that much confidence on Samoa Joe, I was like, man, Samoa Joe should have been in the E, bro. Y'all fucked up, bro. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they on different type of time. You remember, like, the beginning era of, like, TNA and shit when Jim Ross was still on Raw? If he would have came in, bro, Ro- fucking Jim Ross alone would have put him over so God. Yeah, he would have, but, you know. You know how they do. Uh, yeah, this is, this is Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Solid show. Really good wrestling. Uh, what I would say, though, is post-pay-per-view, Tony should probably take a look at this women's roster and rework some things. Yeah. Because you can see how much they got shafted on this build. Like, I don't mind. I know a lot of people get mm-hmm. mad about it, but I don't mind when they build the title contenders mostly through the YouTube shows. Yeah. Because usually they parlay it into the TV, but they mm-hmm. got to do that before you just announce the match. Like with Anna J, they, yeah. they had her win matches on Dark and shit, and then they just... Like, right last week was just like, oh, yeah, and she will wrestle Jade for the title. Like, they just came out of nowhere with it. Like, a better example of doing that is with how they did it with Swerve and Keith Lee. Yes. Like, Keith Lee and Swerve got most of their wins on Dark and Dark Elevation. When it was time to position them for the tag titles, they Mm -hmm. popped up. They popped up on Dynamite. So, I feel like if you're going to get in that position where you're going to put Anna Jay in a title match... You got to, a couple of weeks before, put her on a Rampage or a yeah. Dynamite and and start building toward that match as opposed yeah. to just, like, right before Here's the, the women's the match. Show. Like, yeah, here fuck. it is. Like, yeah. and, and even the few that had, that was supposed to have the focus, Serena Deeb and Thunder mm-hmm. Rosa, that didn't get focused within the larger scope of the show. So... I mean, yeah, we gotta they they gotta you know rejigger a lot of what's going on with the women's division and and put them in better positions, because I mean again, you know nobody likes to really harp on this type of negative shit, but you know while I enjoy the show overall and I have fun watching it every week, there are these noted points that could and should be improved. So, yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Um, my my notes for the show was basically the matches were fire. I like the matches. All the matches to me were kind of fun. And, you know, they were different. They were different shit that AEW doesn't always put on, especially that that triple threat. You know, this felt, you know, everything felt fun. It felt fresh. It felt, you know, good. But then, God damn, bro, like, they got to fix that women's division and get damn Lambert off my fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, TNT title is in a bad, bad Yeah, place, that's another man. one. So it's like I praise the, the 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 fact that they're putting on all these great matches. They have all these other good stories. They have all this good stuff going on. But you can iron out the kinks on some of that shit, especially with that goddamn TNT title. Like that shit is a bumpy ass road. Like so it's very, very messy at this point. And I can't make heads heads or tails of it. I don't know who the fuck to root for. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm rooting for? The goddamn new title belt. <laughs> I'm rooting. I'm like I'm rooting for Miro. <laughs> Miro yeah, to just come yeah. back and kill everyone. Like By the I, way, I just want it. They bringing back those Miro Jordans, man. I can't wait. Oh, it's almost time. You got to bring. We need God's favorite champion. He got to save this shit. So he got to come out with them Jordans. <laughs> I hope he do. I hope he do. 
Yo, so anyways, with, with, with all that, you know, like, I praise all that good shit. But y'all got to iron out the kinks over here. And I think y'all know that already. Well, Tev, this has been our show. I think it's time for you to let them know where else to find us. Indeed, yeah. You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at RambleMania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at RambleMania, Facebook.com slash RambleMania Show. Also find our group there, RambleMania Show's Banter Club. Uh, we'll be in the other wrestlers and podcasters and everybody we associate with both all our goings on and all that is going down. As far as audio goes, wherever audio is found, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast, everywhere your podcasts are found. Um, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. As far as the visuals, twitch.tv slash ramblemania show look us up on youtube ramblemania show or banter club when you get like the videos click subscribe and click the bell so that when the new content drops it goes, it goes straight, straight to you that's for me personally find me on instagram at tj the great one that's tj the gr the number eight the number one and find me on twitter at tj the great that's tj the gr the number eight it's as simple as that tj the great Y'all gotta really check out that Facebook group, man. Like, yeah, y'all missing out on some cool events that they have around the city. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we got jobber tiers. If you want to go to Legends Bar and get some drinks and eat some good food, y'all can go hang out with those guys over there. Jobber tiers is also a friend of ours. Great podcast. Um, go check those guys out if you're local. Go have fun, man. We used to go to them shows all the goddamn time. And we're probably going to start going for WWE shows and let Hazel into it and deal with goddamn WWE shows. Because goddamn backlash, redacted backlash was fucking trash to me. Anyway, it was, right. <laughs> it was trash to me. You, you're just saying this, all right, because you want the goddamn belt. I'm over here watching this shit like, what is this shit? Uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, another thing to check out. You know, on that Facebook group, you have Yep on there, and they 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 do Jack Dempsey's, and that's also fun a fun time. Uh, like we have all these guys on there, some guys like Vince Steele, uh, Matt Awesome, a whole bunch of guys that we've we've met throughout the inside the Gench Club and or Gench Club. I don't know exactly how how to say it, but those guys as well. Like we have so many guys on there that that just show some of the fun stuff that they're doing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, wrestling is everything. Go show love, man. They're, they're there and they're having fun and we're having fun. So get on that. Uh, we're on TikTok as well. Follow us on TikTok at Ramble Mania Show. Uh, we post funny clips from all the stuff we do, you know, throughout, throughout these shows. And I mean, we, we also have a good time posting those. Um, and check out the show because, man, for fuck's sake, man, if you missed that goddamn joke with the, the bar of soap last week. <laughs> You fucking up. Disrespectful uh, to the game. Well, I'm going to let you guys know where to find me. You can find me at Instagram at 6XL. You know, the, the, the number six, the letter X, letter L. You can find me on Twitter at S double I double X ain't I great. That is at S I I X X. You already check all our stuff out, man. We having good times everywhere you go, man. Just go peep it. Uh, also, give us a like, share and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your auntie. And, you know, I see that the subscribers are going up, you know, give us some likes. You know, I see that that's going up as well. Give us some interaction. Let Talk to us. We'll, we'll, we'll have all the fun with you guys, you know. Run it up. Run it up. Hell yeah. Um, with all that being said, we're going to leave you guys out there. Our Panther Club loyalists, also known as our BC aliens with a little something we like to call a uh, too sweet. 
And a good fight. And a good night. Good night.